You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes. Big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni plus the original plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. We are back, albeit a day late. We made a decision, people. Sorry. We'll explain. Uh, cash the ticket. Jim Costa over there, Mike Valenti here, and we did. We waited to do the recap until the Cowboys and Bucks and the conclusion of Super Wild Card Weekend was in the books. So you're getting your recap a day later, but you're getting more content because that game actually produced a ton of reactions. Mm-hmm. First of all, Jimmy, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, let's just kind of talk about things. We're going to go chronological order. We're going to break down every game, react to every game. Uh, you'll be getting the look-ahead episode, early thoughts on Divisional Weekend. Uh, I went 2-2, two and two, no harm, no foul. Uh, it's funny that the game I added is the one that cost me, which I'm was... sorry. Don't be, because it was the cap of the year. Now, the year's only a month old, but... <laughs> the cap I, of 17 days. I did. I tailed you on the Niners thing. Otherwise, I'm 2-1. and one. Um, But look, there's no complaining, because I had the Jags. We had to overcome 27 nothing. Never a doubt. 2-2 two and two for me, 2-3 two and three for you. Um, I got screwed on unders. Over hit six and zero in Super Wild Card Weekend. I had a pair of unders. That's the anchor that dragged me down. Can you imagine though if we had come on the air? It's so funny when when things like that happen. Is if we came on the air, and we advocated take all the overs. Pew, pew. Yeah, points, all the points. Late dolphins with lasers on their heads, <laughs> and it's all gonna work out. You'd be like these guys are idiots. Six and up. Now. Does that mean course correction, course correction, book correction and rent is due. Maybe in the preview episode, we're looking at some unders, Mm. maybe, but let, let's just go chronological order. And we start out Niners. The game was closer than that final number indicates being that Seattle, not only was in it, but ahead for some of this thing, but 41, 23 final, the under was dead. I would say. 12 minutes of football. I was going to say, getting into the second quarter, I knew I was on the wrong side, and I think you and I do this. Sometimes we check the live line. Oh, yeah. And when it was a full touchdown more. 56. You're like, all right. Yeah, good night. But look, um, I like the cat. See, this is the reminder, people. This is why the book wins. This is why it's an entertainment product. Jim, if you guys go back, just for fun, if you didn't hear the preview episode, listen to Jim Costa's handicap of this game great Kyle Shanahan offense is in the postseason you got a great defense in the Niners okay that's right for the under I threw in one other thing weather 
rain. And it never happened. I'm live on the air doing a show, trying to do a rain dance to somehow make it happen. This is why next year I want to do a live component where th the day of games where we can do the Doppler Costa <laughs> forecast. Well, and I started freaking out right before the game, too. I'm like, hold on. It says there's a 60% chance of rain in Santa Clara. I'll be all right. And then the game kicks off, and it's sunny, and it's California. Right. And right. What the hell is this? Listen, bottom line is it was – I loved your handicap. I agreed with it. I'm a grown-ass man. Um, I tailed it because you convinced me, and maybe that's a lesson for people. Don't tail anybody. No. Um Talk to me about Brock Purdy for a minute. Yeah, What's I would. What's our belief system here? Because we keep saying Mr. Irrelevant. We keep saying seventh round pick. We keep saying weak link. We keep saying I can't bet him as a heavy favorite. Cookies, he looked really good. Here they are. If you were hesitant to bet the Niners to win the Super Bowl or to believe in them to win the Super Bowl, the thing was, well, it's Brock Purdy. Yeah. He didn't look like the weak link when he played the other day. That game was close at the half. They were trailing at the half. Did he look rattled? No. And people say, well, he's got great weapons. Of course he does. He's going to have those same weapons next week, too. That's kind of the deal with Brock Purdy. When you have a seventh-round pick, you can put Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Find me a better trio than those three, but find me a guy playing more confidently than Brock Purdy. Yeah. He's improv. He's ad-lib. He's keeping the play alive, and he's not doing it in a way that's reckless that's hurting his team. That's four touchdowns. They're blowing people out with Brock Purdy. They've blown people out in four of his seven games that he's played. I don't think we can call him a weak link anymore. By the way, 18 of 30 for 332, three touchdowns. And again, you're talking an average of 11 and a half a completion. He had I mean, one touchdown taken away because it was a drop in the end zone. It's the play where he extended yeah. it all the way to the left and all the way to the right, and then he threw a dot into the back of the yeah. end zone. And the team, again, and I know it's bolstered by a 60-yard carry by McCaffrey, but 33 carries, 181 yards. What I, they do. It's the recipe. So, um, I still think the water gets deeper. Here, here's my Purdy truther opinion. Mm -hmm. Seattle's defense is terrible. Of course. So if if we go, here's my question, just for fun. So the defenses they'd have to play the rest of the way well, would be Dallas, Philly, or New York, all much better. Well, yes. Now the Giants give Healthy. up a ton of rushing yards. Healthy, though. They all listen, I was very pleased. We'll get to we'll it get later. To it. But here's the schedule. What week did Purdy take over? I just want to do this. Oh, I'll pull it up for you. I, I, it would have been he, five weeks, six weeks ago? I think ago? it's seven weeks he's made six starts. Okay, so let me do this. I'm I'm going to – hold on, people. You're, this is – we'll do it live. Here you I go. Got, His first full start was the Miami game December the 4th. All right. I don't like their defense. Next. Tampa. Good defense, but I feel like they're kind of fraudulent. We'll but get to them. Seattle. Fra terrible. Washington. Mediocre. Vegas is terrible. Terrible. Arizona. Terrible. Seattle in the playoffs. Terrible. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. And the only reason I do it is make sure you're bringing context and make sure you're not letting the good times pollute reality. But I think we were already grading on a curve going, he's going to suck, and he's been the opposite of that. Maybe this is the weekend. Maybe. No, now you, you have a note in here, and I think it's one that's worth exploring. Bring it up about San Francisco. Defense is great. Best defense in football. But if, if there's a weakness, those corners. DK Metcalf carved him up. Yep. That corner's been an issue the last couple seasons, and I know they've tried to do some things, brought in Ward. I think that's the weakness on that defense. And who you got this weekend? Dak, CeeDee Lamb. Weapons. Gallup. Dalton Schultz. The corpse of T.Y. Hilton. Okay, not so much. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and listen, welcome to the NFL, guys. Every team's got a weakness. 
Uh, but overall, Niners, it was impressive the way they rallied. They didn't get tight. Um, look, that's the team to me that's going to the Super Bowl in the NFC. Maybe. I agree. I just feel like that that team is better put together. But we'll 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 get to it. Let's go to game number two. Oh. And, and you wouldn't know it by the broadcast, but it was the game of the weekend. America's Jags 31-30 over the Chargers. One problem. The Chargers were up 27 to nothing. And my dad made a, a great point. He goes, Mike, have you ever seen a comeback where the team that's down makes the comeback without a special team's play, blunder, or return without a turnover? And I go, huh, you're right. Yeah. That was just a straight up, we're going to come back down 27 by just stopping you. Five straight drives where they scored. Never seen it before. Um, let's start with the negative first. One is game-related, one is broadcast. The game first. How do you – and I know the reports are the Chargers are strongly considering keeping Staley, and he's meeting with ownership today. They fired Lombardi. That was right. this today. But, but how do you keep Brandon Staley? How? I am asking. You know why you lost this game? I'll tell you why. Why? Because Brandon Staley got Mike Williams hurt. Brandon Staley played – all of his best guys in a meaningless game and then did smartest guy in the room and hindsight's twenty twenty. Brandon, you were the only guy who did it. You were the only one. Mike Williams plays in this game. They don't lose. They win. They get a first down. They get into field goal range or they get something because without that 50-50 ball, they got to take Josh Palmer, take him from the slot, put him outside. It changes the whole dynamic. This offense is familiar. I was squinting, watching the game, and I thought, Matthew? Oh, Lions of old. And you, you, the parallels are there. Herbert is the new Stafford. Super arm makes every throw, including throws you don't even need him to make. Yep. The offense was coordinated by Joe Lombardi, who's yeah. very – I felt like he neutered Stafford in Detroit. You look at the, the throws that Herbert was making, it's all dinks and dunks. You know who the Chargers remind me of? It's a Big Ten team. It's Purdue. Oh God! They can't salt games away. They can't run the ball. It's all little pseudo yeah. run and short throws. And well, and again, for a guy who's a defensive guy, Brandon Staley, what? Yeah, what? How many stars I got to give you? You, you got Bosa. Well, you, you got Mac. Five turnovers. Derwin James. They it, they forced five turnovers though. You get spotted five turnovers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I couldn't give you an example of a team losing a game where they win the turnover battle five zero. Then factor in they were up twenty seven nothing. I would have left Brandon Staley's ass in Jacksonville. So would have fired him. We hit the bet, Jags plus two and a half. Yes. Never a doubt. Oh, no. I did tap in live at plus 19 and a half, too. And so I, I hit this. And what did I text you? You're a sick man, and you responded I'm back to me. Man. I'm a sad man. Because I also hit the Niners earlier in the day live to help just kind of even out some uh, of the early concerns. But Yeah, good for you. I kicked it old school and just stayed pat. Um, just one word here before we get to the good stuff and the Jags and, and, and some conversation. Uh, please. Al Michaels and Tony Dungy, can you do me a favor? And I know, Jim, I want to apologize to you. You incurred the wrath because I was typing legislation to you via text. It really, it ruined my experience. I was excited for this game. You get home, you know, I'm pumped up about the nightcap. And the Jags are making this all-time comeback. So I, I not only love seeing the Chargers be the Chargers, but I love, hey, my bet's in play. Al Michaels couldn't be less interested. 
The combined age in the booth between Al and Tony Dungy is about 148 years. 145. I looked it up. (laughs) Al Michaels made you feel like you were watching Titans Bucks on a Thursday night in September, and it's 10-6. He's not into it at all. Can't find the energy. He's doing the broadcast with a mummy. I mean, Tony Dungy, I would have found people in an actual urn who had been turned to dust who would have brought more to the broadcast. But then even late in the game, like Jacksonville gets a critical third and 11. Al's over here like he's out at the the, the, the Beverly Hills Hotel by the pool. Ah, oh, they made the catch. I think that's first down. Tony. The final play of the game, the guy's one step from making, ah, everything but two chains is streaming on Paramount Plus, and the kick's good. All right, I got to go. Tony, I'm I'm like, what? Al, this is one of the three biggest comebacks in NFL history. What the fuck was I watching, Jim? And he's the guy known for, do you believe in miracles? And I'm not saying we need that. But can you give me a call fitting of the moment? I think the thing we would say about Al Michaels for his career is typically nails the moment. Just give a shit. Yeah, he was checked out. And I don't know if it's because he was checked out all year on Thursday. This is the new retirement Al, the default Al. I don't think you get any help when there's no energy next to you either. You could have grabbed that asshole who's Jacksonville's mascot and he wears the thong and paints himself yellow. Put a headset on that dickhead. Put him in the booth. And, and you know what? Probably seven or eight Bud Lights deep. Let's get after it. I Honestly, you know what would have been better? Just play the Burger King commercial over the game. Whopper, Whopper, Junior Whopper. Just play it over the fucking broadcast. Hey, hey it pops. It pops. You know what's funny? Did you hear at all? Did you hear my show Friday? No, I didn't. We did a bit about this. And the funniest goddamn thing. So we did a bit. I'm like, can you imagine? Your team's down by 50, and they're playing this shit. <laughs> and then I, wa- I was watching the game with people uh, Saturday night, watched it with my dad, couple friends. And obviously, I'm, me and my dad are like lone wolves. We don't have social media, but apparently that became a thing. Oh, yeah. Where, like, they were doing sad fan with that commercial. Mm-hmm. I know Barstool ended up getting a mm-hmm. hold of and doing that bit. It just made me feel good that I was out ahead of the bit. <laughs> but I'm like, can you imagine you're a Chargers fan? You're choking on your own vomit. Eat like a king that's on a budget. And I'm like, I would have thrown a brick through the television. I just... When do you think Chargers fans knew it was over? Because they are tortured. This was very Chargers. I thought it was really in play at 30 to 20. Yeah. 30 to 20 with a quarter to go. Yeah. It was really in play. It Prior was... to that, I'm like, okay, you're going to be all right. It was well before Jags have the ball chance to tire. Oh, at that point, well the game's before. over. And can we highlight Doug Peterson here for a second? He cares about gamblers. No panic down 27 nothing. How about the decision on the two-point? I know it's obvious after you get the penalty, but I don't think every coach in football goes for it because most coaches are afraid if we don't get it, we're down four. Peterson thinks, what if I do get it? Then I'm only down two. And a field goal wins the game. What do you know? He well, set it up for his guys to win. I supported it for two reasons. A, it was from the one, yeah. not the three. And second of all, I had two and a half. Right. We went either way. Go, Doug, go. So I was stress-free on the final drive. By the way, people, I know some of you make fun of me. Always take your points. It's like a daily vitamin. Take the points. I get the money line and the sizzle, and I'm Johnny, Johnny Big Ball. Good for you. 
take the points. Why did we win with Kansas in the BGB? Take the points. Ah, it's under a field goal. I don't. Two and a half is the new three and a half. Let me give you a side-by-side in that game. You tell me if I'm being too harsh. Peterson, aggressive, he wins. Staley, fourth and three, up 10. Remember I said this is where the game swung. Fourth and three, up 10, they play for a field goal. Yeah. They miss the field goal. If they make it, they stay from two scores to two scores. It's fourth and three. Right. You got Herbert. You got Eckler. You got some receivers. You've got a tight end you trust. Are you? I feel like he had the mob beat yeah. him down from yeah. the aggressive Staley he used to be, and then with the game no. on the line, he's playing No, for three. I think another thing took place. What? He didn't have Mike Williams. Well, that's his he own didn't fault. have that 6'5", big-bodied receiver that if I need sure. a contested Gotta have it. fourth down, and I know I, he can be covered, but he's still, open. Still open. Maybe I'm overthinking no, it. No, it's a good point. And you know what? The good news for Staley is he can rest him all summer now. I would have fired him. I really would have. I don't think he's going to be because I think they're going to make Lombardi the sacrificial lamb and then yep. run it back. Uh, and again, Jaguars, look, I do think it takes a lot of constitution for a young team to do that. Worst team in football a year ago, playoff winner the next season. In three hours, they did what's taken the Lions 65 years. One playoff win. See, I got to throw a flag on you. We'll get to your game. Okay. I, I text you a congratulations, and that's the stuff I get back. Anyway. Because the Lions were the conversation in the room, and my dad said, Michael, have they really only won one playoff game since the 50s? I go, yes, Dad. I texted you, and your father was happy for both of you. Thank you. And the response back from your dad was much more pleasant than, we just matched your playoff win total since 57. And I, I all right, I, I want to apologize. Thanks, friend. Okay, hold on. I want to apologize. I couldn't get tone from text. That was my apology. I never should have used text as the medium because looking back on it, it wasn't meant the way you took it. I know. But I understand why you took it that way, and I need to apologize. I was making a point of I was in disbelief that something that seems so doable, whether it's the Jags winning, whether it's Miami almost doing it with a fifth-string quarterback, more on that next, to the Giants getting it done once since 1957. Yeah, we'll get to my window shopping in a second. Bills, Dolphins, you mentioned it. Bills win ugly, tight, close. I was so happy I stayed away from this We game. stayed away, which I almost think is a win. Uh, yeah. You know, some, some of these games, what did both, I tell you? Both, it was Buffalo or pass. I would never lay big points with Buffalo. They don't cover. They continue that trend. And I just could not in good conscience take the points with Skylar Thompson. But yet, and, and I'll be clear, Skylar Thompson played okay, I guess, but he didn't keep him in the game. Josh Allen kept Miami in the game. Can we, let me start with the negative and yeah. then we'll build to positive. Okay. Negative Josh Allen storyline's been covered. The three turnovers, the red zone turnovers, it's not stopping Roller people. Roller coaster ride. It's a problem. More on that in a minute. The other negative, Mike McDaniel. If you're the Yale smart guy, super whimsical, super witty, I'm super weird, but in all the right way, can you do me a fucking favor? Get the play in. <laughs> Get the play in. The delay a game on fourth and one. The delay a game on third and one. The fact that they had to burn, burn timeouts. Burn timeouts to do it. Now I'm in an NFL football game under five minutes. I have no timeout. Mike. Mike. Come on. He looked like a rookie head coach. Well, fourth and one, there is no call. You burp into the microphone, sneak. With the rule changes that allow 
you being pushed, you can't effectively stop it. I just, Mike, that's all. And I didn't have a bet on the game, but you know who I was rooting for? I'm not going to lie to you. Go Dolphins, go. Fuck it. I'm so sick of this shit with the Bills. Are you going to play or what, guys? Are you going to put a real game together or what, fellas? So the stat is since Halloween, 0-5 covering double-digit spreads. They that means do, you're not they, playing they do well. dumb shit. Well, Josh Allen's the king of it, and I know he's not as bad as he was his first couple seasons in the NFL, but I think this is his DNA. He takes chances. He had three turnovers in the game. Do you think the Burger King soundtrack is what's going on in Josh's helmet when he makes these decisions? 24-7, yeah. It's just like, whopper, whopper. Oh, fuck, I threw a pick. Like, what and on I know there's earth? Gonna be it's not his fault. It's tipped. Okay, well, it sure seems to happen a lot. When you put, the, you know, we talk about it in college football a lot because I think it's a more worthy statistic. The turnover-worthy plays. Mm-hmm. So quarterbacks get graded. How many throws do you put in harm's way that could have been picked, should have been picked? Guys, you do enough of it, they end up as picks. And it's like Vikings, and we'll get to it in a moment. Hey, keep winning those close games, fellas. Fuck you. Take all your close wins and pound them up your ass. You're going home. Sorry? You're good. Um, Did Miami's defense offer any blueprint? They ran a lot of cover zero, blitz, basically like, hey, we just want to accelerate his timing. Yes. Make him make decisions faster. If you let him stand back there, you're going to lose. If you let him get to the edge and make throws on the run, you're you're going to lose. You can't do it exclusively, but I think the Dolphins... If you don't heat them up, yeah. you got a problem. You have to. Um, I, think, I don't know if the team they're going to play this week is going to do that, but we'll get to it. Well, I got a different reason I'm a little worried about the Bengals, but let's go to the Giants game against the Vikings, 31-24. I didn't have the guts to bet it. I just, for me, let's start with the negative, build positive. Okay. Vikings defense. What? Your Giants had only scored 30-plus one time all year. The great elixir that is Minnesota's defense. Ed Donatel, defensive coordinator. He'd be fired today. Mm-hmm. This, How are you out here just running soft zone? And, fellas, I, I'd like to pass a word to the wise, to Kevin O'Connell and to Ed Donatel. It has been said a few times, the Giants don't have wide receivers. Okay. Our number one wideout is Kenny Galladay. He's now an $18 million blocking dummy who plays 10 snaps. Our number two wideout was supposed to be Kadarius Toney. He's on the Chiefs. He got traded. (laughs) And our number three wideout was Sterling Shepard. He's hurt. He blew his ACL at the end of the Dallas game like three months ago. You got Richie James. Oh, wait, there's more. Our number four was Wondell Robinson. Oh, that's right. Second round draft pick out of Kentucky. Blew his knee out two months ago. So, at best, our number five wide receiver, who is basically going to be cut, is Steve Slayton. Mm -hmm. Our number six is Richie James. Our number seven is a guy who wasn't with the team, Isaiah Hodgins, who got cut by the Bills. He's had a kind of a resurgence here. We got some guy named Michael Cager, and then we got a fourth-round draft pick tight end in Daniel Bellinger, who, by the way— I kind of like him. He's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um, Middle of the year, broke his orbital bone and missed four games, but he's good. He's a tough son of a gun. He played in that run-heavy San Diego State. He's good. But my point is, why are you in this massive, too-high shell, and then you're not heating up Danny Dimes— the interior of the Giants line is weak. And by the way, Evan Neal, I think, will be a good player. Not there yet. Currently not good when it comes to pass pro. Run blocking, he oh, can yeah, get yeah, you. Yeah, he moves people. But pass pro, 
So you know the right tackle's a liability. And the guard, center guard, trio. Shaky. Shaky at best. And you don't blitz? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them. And easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. They've, they've been a problem all year. I gave the stat on Friday episode. Vikings gave up the most points and yards of any playoff team. This has been a thing all year, and I felt very confident taking your Giants. My only regret is I didn't cost a lock it. It would have been great just to get your reaction, but I always believed in your Giants in this game, and it's as much about them as it is about Minnesota. 
this team is in trouble. They've got key defenders who are now 30 and 30 plus. Mm-hmm. 22 in- million over to cap, yeah, homie. The cap's a disaster. The interior of their offensive line is also not good. You tell me how this gets better. They win 11 and one in one score games. Guess what? Your defense sucks. You play with fire that many times. You get burned. Yep. Talk about a team due for regression next season. High Minnesota. Maybe instead of 11 and 0 in one score games, they go seven and four, which should be dynamite. Oh, but now you don't win your division. That's how narrow just, it was. I want to say this now. I just want to get out of the way. Yeah. And you can have it on tape. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are winning the NFC North in 2023. I agree. Full stop. Okay. You're winning the North. Well, that's what made it painful. I was a window shopper watching Wild Card Weekend with a team that I felt was better than half the teams I watched play. Better than the Giants. Better, better than the than Vikings. Better than Minnesota. Better than Seattle. Better than the Bucks. Better than Miami. Better than Jacksonville. Who they blew out. Right. And even if that's bad day at the office syndrome, you're better. Yeah. Um, better, better than, than the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. I, I. That's why I felt bad about what I sent you because it wasn't meant that way. It was more the frustration of how attainable it is, how absurd the Lions are as a franchise, and then how bothered I was as a guy whose team won, yeah. knowing your team's better than mine. You could have done this. Yeah, I'm out in the street looking inside the windows going, why can't I have nice things? I can't afford nice things. We don't get those nice things. And, Mike, next year I expect this team to win the North. They are best equipped to win the North. But there's nothing promised. What gets me is if they would have won one game, I don't want to hear about officiating in week 18. If they would have won one more game, my Lions are a 10-win team. They're the sixth seed. They get the Vikings, and I'm experiencing what you're feeling right There's now. There's two games I point to, and I think Dan Campbell cost you those games, and I don't apologize for it. He cost you the Viking game week two, mm-hmm. and he cost you the Buffalo game on Thanksgiving. Yep. And I'm not going to re-adjudicate no, those no, things. No. I'm saying very plainly. I, I would point out Seattle where they didn't force a single punt in their own building. But what I'm saying but is. My point is there were a lot of those. His decisions, direct correlation to hurting the outcome. In those games, yes. And I would say, by and large, more positive than negative, but yeah. we're not doing Dan right, Campbell so let's, radio. Uh, also, let's talk about your Vikings. Or not your Vikings, your Giants. You? Yeah. Your Giants. I mean, if I told you Saquon Barkley would only have nine carries, you would have told me, what would the score be? Guys would have lost. Vikings 34, Giants 13. Yeah. Railroaded. Took him out of the game. I thought it was a brilliant plan. And again, much like Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Lions, I think Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator and play caller. Mm -hmm. So many people think Brian Dayball is calling the plays. He's not. He has input, clearly. But Kafka is the Giants OC, former Northwestern quarterback. Yeah, and I think he was with Kansas City briefly. So you get some of the Reed stuff rubbing off. My point is it was a brilliant play. It was brilliant because it, it broke all tendency. I expected the Giants to hand it off 30 times to Barkley. First and 10, we're going to ground and pound. The Viking defense sucks. You know what the Giants did? Shotgun, spread it out, and we're going to break tendency. We're going to throw it on first down. And then we're going to play action on these running downs. And we're going to keep you on your heels. And I'm telling you, Jim, if that backfires in the New York media, Dayball and Kafka would have got roasted. Smartest guys in the room. But it worked. It worked. You guys were in control that entire game. No, don't do that. Yes. At what point were you actually, okay, I know who you are, but at what point is a reasonable fan concerned you're going to lose that back game? Back-to-back back back drives without points. Look, I think we had. Did you trail? We had seven drives, and we scored on five of them. Right. And I'm pretty sure the two we didn't score might have been back-to-back. 
You guys never trailed. You were up double digits multiple times. Right, but when you say... I guess tie, when it was tied 24-all, oh. did you sweat a little bit? Yeah, because I said if we don't score this drive, we're going to lose. And was that the... No, that wasn't the big drive. There was the one drive they had that took like 10 minutes, right? It was a 20-play drive, and remember... That was the, the first half. The two men in motion, Bellinger, our guy, mm-hmm. uh, got caught leaving early. He was on one of those cross-line down blocks, and he left early. They scored on the play. Um, and they kicked the field goal. That's right. But, no, I, I think brilliant game plan. Um, what Brian Dayball and Kafka and that staff have done with Daniel Jones, considering the circumstance of no wide receivers, no weapons. This is my issue, though. Whenever people cry about, oh, well, this quarterback doesn't have enough help, there's always help a, there's a middle ground. Daniel Jones can be above average with no help. What could he be with help? Well, can I ask you what your team's going to do with him and Barkley? You pay him. Okay. I don't, listen, I don't love paying running backs. But I also, let's be realistic. I'm not operating in a vacuum. This is New York City. This is the New York Post. This is the New York Football Giants. If you do not re-sign Saquon Barkley, the fans will, well, you can't burn down that life because it's an erector set. But my point is, you will lose people. Yeah. You will be eviscerated. And right now, the Jets are busy occupying the electric chair with Zach Wilson and the yeah. owner talking and Salah and firing the floor. Yep. Keep it that way. I think you got to pay Saquon. I mean, I don't want to. The Daniel Jones thing, everything I know about the situation is Daniel Jones wants to be here and the Giants want him to be here. So I would use your quarterback as the bridge. Daniel, we're going to pay you. A multi-year deal. A golf deal. 30, 35 mil a year. Maybe two at 70. And we'll fully guarantee the whole goddamn thing. But what we're not going to do is give you a six-year, $250 million deal. How about we get you some toys? You leave us the money to get you those toys. Because, Daniel, here's the dirty secret. You wouldn't start for anybody else. No, the reality is they helped him a lot this season. And he helped them. And it was, hey, one read, if not, run. Yep. Well, see, there Slants, the, flats, keep it easy. Remember when I said to you I wanted to see 8 to 10 QB runs in this game? That's why. Yeah. I thought Saquon would be the decoy. And when Jones is at his best, is believe it or not, he's a goofy-looking son of a bitch, <laughs> but he can do it. He can move and groove. He's out here throwing stiff arms. Last thing on this game. Yeah. We have to bring it up. What the fuck is Kirk Cousins doing with 4th and 8? <laughs> throwing it 3 yards. That it, Honestly, after I hugged my dad, that was the first thing I said. I go, what the fuck was he doing throwing a two-yard pass? And Justin Jefferson looked like he wanted to murder him. Did so, you see that shot of Jefferson? I didn't, but I can only imagine. Oh, it was gorgeous. Now, if if I remember correctly, this would have been right around the time of day that we refer to as primetime. Mm-hmm. It and, was dark out. It was dark out. And if I had to send someone a clip of Kirk Cousins' career, it would be that play. And that play. With whopper, whopper, double whopper. Like, honestly, how can you make that throw, Kurt? You have to throw it up for grabs, and if you lose, you lose. You can't do that. You just hate to see it. Sunday night game. I fucked this one up. Bengals win. I did a bad job with this. One of the coolest plays in playoff history, that fumble recovery touchdown. Can I? But we whiffed. You had the Bengals. I had the under. We whiffed. Well, I'm going to tell you something. A, I was spite watching the game. Once Baltimore had tied it and was driving, and the Bengals are giving up all these third downs, these ridiculous plays. I go, you know what? 
fuck them. I hope they lose. Like, if I'm going to lose my bet, I want you to lose your season. People can relate. I've been there. And I just couldn't believe it. But, yes, the Sam Hubbard play, I was in disbelief. And I was watching the game, and everyone had left the house, and my wife and I were just hanging out, little nightcap. And, you know, we know how, we know how to do romance. It's Bengals Ravens. Uh, but, no, it was you see more, that Huntley run? But it was more about <laughs> spending time together because I'm gone a couple days yeah, a week. Yeah, and it's yeah. just hanging out and goofing around. And, I, I look, she actually likes sports, so it helps. The point is, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm de-. She goes, was he in? I go, no, and I don't even care. I've never seen it. I've never seen the dream of extend the ball, it gets knocked out, and like Madden, the video game, it just happens to bounce into a player's arms, and he runs. And I'm like, this is amazing. And it's a guy from Cincinnati, played at Ohio State, recovers it all the way, full flip, 14 points. Also a block in the back, but didn't get called. Didn't get called. But how about, uh, was it Gus Edwards, the running back on that play, just giving up 15 yards in while Mark Andrews is hustling his ass and to get JK back there? And J.K. Dobbins eviscerating the coaching staff. I should have had the ball. They didn't get right. the ball. And I, look, I, I have a hard time arguing. I will say that was a little far to attempt the reach move. well and then harbaugh after the game said it was supposed to be a low sneak not a high sneak i didn't even know they call low versus high on the sneak mm-hmm. but by the way okay. shout out lamar for not even being at the game to support your team so we have to talk about that he's gone if you are a lamar backer let's say you believe he should be paid you think he's great whatever <laughs> and you think he shouldn't have played because of of his health and his knee he still should have showed up even if you're lamar sympathetic Show up to the game in a in a in a brace and street clothes. Be there for your team. Clap. Have the headset on. Dude. Have a Microsoft Surface. Because there's one thing about hey, I want to prove a point. I'm injured and don't have guaranteed money. But it's another thing to double bird your entire team yeah. and say I'm going to sit at home with the clicker. I Come said on. it. I said it Friday before the game, and it only makes me feel more confident when I was taping the show with Boomer. I said he is gone from Baltimore. Mark this down. We'll put a dinner on it. He's done. The statement, him going to social media, the way he acted on the sideline the week prior, the way that John Harbaugh is behaving. And by the way, we'll get to John. It must be a family thing. They family tradition. They don't like clock management. <laughs> I think Lamar's gone. And I wouldn't pay him 10 cents. You can have him. Because the minute you sign him, say goodbye to all your wide receivers. Can I give you a team that makes sense? Go ahead. Atlanta. Arthur Smith. Run heavy. Run steam. Have a tight end that they can throw to. And, and a Arthur jump ball guy Blank. in London. Arthur Blank is a showman. Mm-hmm. Wants sizzle. Eight Lamar's eight. from, I think, Florida, the South. Georgia, Look. not far. Look, I will allow it because in some ways, they've already made the conversion. That Baltimore conversion. Correct. Atlanta's sitting there with the eighth pick. They're not going to get a QB with the eight. I got to figure out the cap. Oh, I, I don't know this either. I just, I think it makes a lot of yeah, sense. And I don't care for those of you who are going to go, but they just drafted Desmond Ritter. They Poor will throw Ritter. him in a garbage can. Because the minute you bring Lamar in, here's the business decision. Your luxury suites are sold out. Correct. So, And in a division that's wide open as well, Yep. good for everybody involved. Now, can I give you another? Yeah, I got stuff too. Go ahead. Tennessee. Okay, Derek wide Henry. open division, run heavy team. Now you got to rebuild that line, you but do. it's an easy division. Now, here's the thing. Baltimore, do you want to see him in the AFC? What could Tennessee give you? They already don't have any wide receivers, so you wouldn't have to say goodbye to anybody. Yeah, I think for both parties, I would love for Lamar, Atlanta fits. For yeah, Atlanta, I, would, Lamar I wouldn't pay fits. him 10 cents. There's your headline. There's fine. 
Um, uh, Harbaugh, and then I do want to touch on the Bengals. We have to because it, I'm telling you, it's a thing. It is a thing. Harbaugh late in the game, no urgency, and I think I get what he was trying to do. He was trying to score with zero seconds on the clock. That's not necessary. You don't want to give Burrow 30 seconds to kill you with McPherson. But what so you what can't you do, do is no, have 21 seconds know, to go. They screwed up because they ran a play with like a minute 15, and they didn't snap the ball until another 30. If you want to bleed the clock, wait till you get a little closer first. I get what you're doing. He said, I want the timeouts in the red zone because then I dictate when we score, which is fine, but you got to get there first. And if you get to one penalty, sets you back, it's all over. Well, what was the running play? I know. What was the running Again, play? They're not concerned about time. They think they're going to get to the end zone. Problem is a holding screws it all up. And congrats, you've got a couple timeouts. Mike, tell them what they've won. A trip to Cabo? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I get the theory, and I think it's this yeah. idea, leave as little time as possible, but yeah. you give yourself no margin for error. If you're going to run the clock down, yeah. do it once you're actually in the red zone. Now, where did my bet die? It died with Jonah Williams. Now, look, Alex Kappa, their starting guard, out. Lyle Collins, the right tackle, out. I know the backups played well. but they slid, Well, it's a guard that they slid out to tackle. Well, no, no, to replace Williams. A second-round draft pick who hadn't played all year, played two snaps, is now your left tackle. Yikes. The minute that took place, they go from being up 10 to now it's three-step drop theater. Burrow can't do anything vertically. Burrow can't hang on. The pressure was immense, and they couldn't run the ball. Jim, we'll get to it in the preview episode. How serious is the Jonah thing? I'm uh, seeing week to week. Uh, oh, oh, here it is. A dislocated kneecap. Oh, okay. Week to week. Let me just help you. It won't be this week. I bet you he shows up to the game next week. Albeit in street clothes. But my point is, they're down three starting O-linemen at the worst time. So I am being upfront with people and going, hey, they may have been a team I thought plus 750 would have been interesting to make the Super Bowl. When you incur critical injuries, I, I, I have a right to tell you, I don't know if they're getting out of this week because with that O-line, it neuters what Burrow wants to do, which is push the ball down the field. They can't. Well, he's used to being hit and used to having no time to throw, but this is getting ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. But they're out of bodies. You see Andrew Whitworth was getting messages from Bengals fans, come out of retirement, save us. He's like, ah, uh, my heart and mind say yes, but uh, his body. He's not coming know. back. His, he would last five snaps. No, I know. He said that. He said, uh, my skinny jean legs say no thanks. Yeah, it's he, over, he's, guys. Once those offensive linemen transition into retirement, it's they over. shed like 60 pounds. Yep. It's ridiculous. All right, best bet of the week, and it was the one I was most confident in, but I didn't BGB it. Uh, Cowboys 31, Bucks 14. I loved Cowboys laying the two and a half. You went head-to-head -head with Bucks. No harm, no foul. But, like, to no, me. I just feel like a dumbass is all. But to me, it was telling you it was a setup. Was that, wait. I get Brady at home getting two and a half, and, oh, Dak will throw 17 picks. I'm like, guys, at some point, it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck. It is oftentimes a duck. The Bucks stink. Yeah. They stink. Yeah. I, trust me, I was reminded of that thoroughly last night. I mean, Dak was locked in. Five touchdowns, four through the air, one on the ground. And the key is that a Cowboy defense. And Micah I, Parsons, you see just the disruptor stats on this? Micah Parsons, three tackles. Two for loss. He had a sack, two pass breakups, two QB hits, and nine pressures. The nine pressures are the second most by any player in a game this season. He was the guy who had more back in week two. He is as close to 
Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. You um, say that as a Giants fan. Reggie White, Bruce Smith. They're, they're all different in ways. Correct. I'm talking about guys that are just wreckers from the perimeter. That's why I'm not bringing up Aaron Donald. Now, Donald can flex to end, but, like, Aaron Donald's the all-time game wrecker on the interior. Yeah, but they moved Parsons around. He lined up over the center Parsons some. is a nuclear warhead. It's unbelievable. Yeah, dude, and you saw it. That Bucks. we just talked about Bengals. That Bucks O-line cannot protect Tom. 66 pass attempts. 66, and they're all three-yard throws. I know. They couldn't push the ball down the field. And I don't know what Brady was doing because he got away with the near interception early. And then the one he did throw in the red zone. Here's the dirty What six. the fuck was that? No quarterback likes to get hit. So let's get the smart-ass remarks out. All right? But some guys are willing to get hit. And other guys aren't. Tom Brady's not willing. So a lot of these decisions are impacted by the possibility of being hit. And down by the goal line, where he was going to be hit, yep. he didn't throw it out of the end zone because he was more concerned about getting fucking hit than he was making sure that ball sailed a little Tommy DeVito in the crowd in row seven. So the only QB who had a worse QBR this weekend uh, than Tom Brady was Skylar Thompson. The only quarterback who played worse this weekend right, than so Tom Brady was Skylar Thompson. Here, here's the way it should be and the way it is. Brady should retire and leave with grace. But here's the way it is. <laughs> An owner who operates a business is going to sign Tom Brady. He is going to sell the luxury suites. He is going to sell out his season ticket packages. He is going to be on national TV and talk to all of his friends on his 100-foot yacht. I signed Tom fucking Brady. I wouldn't pay Tom Brady 10 cents to play football for me at age 46 because here's your problem. Oh, well, the Bucs don't have a great O-line. All right, so I need to get him a great O-line. All right, what else? Well, they don't run the ball. He needs a running game. All right, I got to I gotta make sure I got a dominant running game now. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, all of his weapons weren't healthy at the same time this year. All right, so I got I to gotta go make that happen too. And? You know, but Gronk retired. You know, he needs, he needs, a, he needs playmaking tight ends. I got to go get that for him too. And? I don't know, a new wife? Well, that too. Defense. This yeah. is the dirty secret with Brady, and I'm not trying to take away his status as the GOAT, but a lot of the Super Bowls he won, the first three were with great Belichick defenses. Yeah. The one he won in Tampa, they smothered Mahomes and played great defense. Brady's not in a condition to win shootouts at this That's stage right. of his career. So, yeah, sure, if you have a ready-built super team, you could plug him in. I just I feel like you could plug a lot of QBs into a super team at that point that have a little more shelf life. Correct. So where is he going? It's not going to be Tampa. Is it going to be Vegas? where he'd have Josh McDaniels and Josh Jacobs and Devontae Adams. How does that work? But it's the, the worst defense, defense in football. And, and it's an awful division. Uh, Miami? Uh, Miami, there have been rumors. You want to join Josh Allen's division? You it's not one? yours anymore. I'll give you one. I just don't I, – I wouldn't do it, and I don't know what kind of fit it is because he – well, then again, Garoppolo didn't have mobility. Why not Frisco? Frisco's go, the obvious one. Go home. Highly Frisco. insulated. But here's the thing. Big Cock Brock might have him in the, in the fucking NFC title game. Right, and if they <laughs> – what if they play in a Super Bowl? Right, then, then what do you do? You're going gonna to go Tom Brady, homecoming. He's from the area, Bay Area yeah. Brady. I wouldn't pay him 10 cents. There's my, my deal. Well, you, you have, and this is going to be so insulting. Yeah, I think you're going to agree with it. Don't the Niners have Brady right now? They don't, like, Brock Purdy's Brady right now. Not Brady for his career, oh, Brady like right the now. Beginning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not, I'm not saying Brock is the next Brady. I'm saying Brady at 45 doesn't give you anything that Brock Purdy hasn't given you right now. Yeah, I, I would agree. Look, this is I, blasphemous to be like, uh, 
you have the goat already on your team. That's what not what I'm saying. Here's what I would compare it to. It's like a restaurant that five years ago was your favorite restaurant. They're serving incredible food. Service is great. has a vibe. You're like, I love this place. Yeah. Five years later, they've gone through three executive chefs. The manager who you knew is gone. You don't recognize any of the wait staff, and the portion sizes are now half, and they don't even taste as good. Yeah. Are you still referring to it as a five-star restaurant that you loved five years ago? No, so you're not plugging in a five-star quarterback you're to San Francisco. In, you're this is you're plugging in Mr. Irrelevant. Well, that's how I feel because I just don't buy Tom Brady at a high level anymore. But guess what? He's going to play. He I, will. I don't give Absolutely a shit. Absolutely will. I wouldn't do it. Go ahead. All right. I think that's it. I have nothing else on this game. I know we're going to tee up yeah, Niners, Cowboys. We're going to do all our look headlines in the next episode. This is about football. Uh, you have created the mailbag stuff for the people? Yes. So if you want to send in comments, questions, email us, cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. And that's for the mailbag, people. Anything you want read in the mailbag, do it. Because I will tell you, we've reached a point we're approaching 1,800 reviews on Apple. And keep leaving them. But if you're going to leave something with a little bit of Well, length, I don't know what this means. And this is by Stuif, S-T-E-U-I-F-F. And it's a clown emoji. It's five stars, but it's a clown emoji. And the review is succinct but confusing. And it's it's took it in the eggplant emoji. Did you shove something up your cock? I, I, what 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 does hey, it even mean? To each their own, if you're into it. But um, no, but like, what does it even mean? I don't. I think they're using the emoji wrong. Went two and two. It's not like this kid went one and ten, like two for the money over here. Like what? Oh, Took it in the eggplant emoji. I go, okay, well, thank you. It's five stars. It's five stars. Five Can't stars. be mad at it. I mean, we're clowns who five are stars. taking it in the eggplant emoji, but um, okay. There was a very nice review from uh, QS88 on here regarding my Christmas episode. Oh, he's with a the drive Utica home. guy. Loved he it. He knows all about the Utica greens. Yeah. Uh, but look, we want to get the email because it's just easier for people, yeah. and I, I get it. Plus, so, for people, we've been reading Apple reviews. We don't care necessarily where you listen, if it's Spotify, yeah. if it's Apple, if it's Odyssey. And if you haven't been able to leave reviews, this is an easy way yes. to do it. Yes, so here you go. Cash the ticket podcast at gmail.com. That will kick off our mailbag stuff that we're going to do every episode. Well, every, every Monday. Yeah, every week. Uh, okay, rate, review, subscribe, keep crushing, and we will hit you with the look-ahead lines. Soon. Nine, there you go.